I'm Georgie. And I'm Michaela. And we're here to tell you about the University of Aberdeen. In each episode, we will discuss frequently asked questions about topics such as applications, go abroad, student life, sports and societies, budgeting for uni, and life in Aberdeen. We will be speaking to current Aberdeen students, those who really know what it's like to study and live here. And we'll be getting exclusive tips from members of our amazing staff. Join us for this episode of Ask Aberdeen. Hi and welcome to this week's episode of Ask Aberdeen. I'm Georgie and today I'm joined by two of our students, Josh and Greg, and we're going to be talking about sports and societies. Um, so would you both like to say hi and just tell the listeners uh, what year you're in and what you're studying, a little bit about yourselves. Greg, I'll come to you first. Okay, hi, I'm Greg. Uh, just finished third year at the University of Aberdeen studying uh, IR and sociology. Uh, I'm also the club captain of the Aberdeen Tennis Club, uh, which has been really fun recently. And I've also uh, just joined the AUSA team uh, as a digital media and communications intern, which I'm working uh, over the summer. So, yeah. And Josh, do you want to just introduce yourself? Of course. Hi, everyone. My name's Josh. Um, I'm going to second year here at uh, Aberdeen studying politics and theology uh, and I enjoy doing a lot of different things on campus. Uh, I'm a member of the baseball club, um, also on the committee of Just Love, which is like a really cool kind of uh, social justice organization that's on campus as well. So yeah, just a few things, just a lot of stuff. It's a lot of fun. And I also have lots of experience doing sports at university, so I will also be promoting how great that is from my own experiences. Um, so I'll come to you, Greg, first. You mentioned AUSA there, and we all know what that means, but what is AUSA to our listeners who don't know what it is? Uh, yeah, so basically it's our student association, and their goal is to support all the students at the University of Aberdeen, regardless of, the, of their location, whether you know they're an international student or a local one. Um, basically, they're trying to create uh, a student community and a sense of belonging for students, whether that's promoting uh, through like different opportunities in participating through societies, sports clubs, forums, groups, you name it. There's a wide range of things. And they also provide students support uh, for um, mental well-being, uh, ac- you know, like academic uh, issues. They cover such a wide range of topics. But yeah, uh, they're, they're fantastic. And also are like um, voted in, aren't they, by students? So they're kind of chosen by you guys. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So we've actually just recently got in our new uh, sabbatical team. Uh, so that's when you have the president and you have vice presidents. And they cover, again, a wide range of topics, whether it's communities, education, and they represent the students. Um, yeah, they represent for us. Yeah, great. So they kind of organise, like you say, they lead if you want to start a new club or something, which we'll, we'll get into later, but you go to ALSA basically. Um, so they'll lead a lot of things during Freshers' Fair as well and Introduction Week and things. ALSA are kind of the face of the students and they, they organise a lot of events. So I mentioned Freshers' Fair. Um, Josh, did you experience Freshers' Fair or were you not able to because you've only been at uni a few years or did you manage to get in just before yeah. COVID? <laughs> oh, um. Yeah, it was a little different, obviously, because of COVID, but we, we had our Freshers' Fair online last year, and we were able to do a lot of um, fun activities, uh, you know, over Zoom and such. I think each um, club had, like, their own personalized channel over Microsoft Teams. So, obviously, it was quite different, but it was still handy because I was able to connect with a lot of different groups, even online. Uh, obviously, Greg could probably tell you more, maybe, about Freshers' Fair in a normal year, but I will say... Even so, it was pretty good last year as well. 
I was going to say, yeah, I feel old now um, because not a lot of people at uni have actually experienced, um, I don't want to say a normal freshers, but, you know, before uh, the pandemic, uh, I remember it was great. The one thing I remember was the sponsor Domino's. Uh, there was just a constant supply of pizza. I just remember that kept me fed for like a, an entire week. Didn't have to pay any food. Not great for my diet, but it was fantastic. And yeah, it was just really exciting. I didn't realize how many societies there were. There was a big, massive tent um, on the King's pitches and yeah, kind of get a bit overwhelmed with just how many opportunities there were. I remember I signed up initially for swing dancing, which was a terrible decision. Uh, my coordination wasn't there, but I was glad that I found tennis. And um, yeah, the presidents at the time were really welcome and really helpful. But freshers was just so much fun. Yeah, so as both Greg and Josh have said, there's kind of two, you've had two experiences. Um, my experience at my university was like Greg's. So it was a big fair and lots happening. So we're really hoping to get back to that soon. Um, but it's an opportunity to find out what's available in the sports and societies. So as um, they've both mentioned, there's different stands or online um, kind of talk chat rooms. Um, and you can speak to people and you can find out about what, what clubs there are. There will be loads you've never heard of. So Greg does tennis and Josh does things that you will recognise the names of. But there's also things like underwater hockey. And um, we have the Great British, and I get this wrong every time, Great Scottish Bake Off Society. Um, and loads of things that are just really unique and quirky that different universities will have different weird and wonderful societies um, and sports clubs as well. So it's a great way to kind of see what's available, try things out as well. Um, lots of people say, how do I know if I like it? Do I have to sign up and pay, pay to join and then I might not like it? So again, in a kind of pre-pandemic and hopefully once we get past it all, you'll be able to go along to these um, try it sessions and things like that where you can meet people and give the sport a go. I did trampolining at university. So we had sessions where people came and had a go. And that's really exciting and quite funny as well. So it's a really good way to do all of that. So hopefully you've both sort of had a taste of that in your two different experiences. Um, something people ask about as well is, and I mentioned there, do I have to pay up front is, are there fees for joining clubs and societies? Um, so Josh, I don't know if you know from a society's point of view, I don't think it's there are some fees for sports, which we'll come to, and Greg can maybe talk about from his experience at tennis. But for societies, is it the same? Are there, are there fees for joining? Uh, in my experience, uh, not as much. Uh, I think it obviously would depend on the society, but most of the societies are free of charge. Uh, I know the ones that I'm in, involved in, like the Gaudi newspaper or like uh, this Just Love group. Uh, yeah, most of them are free of charge. I, I think there is like an Alsa kind of retainer fee that you would pay every year. It's only like three pounds or something. Uh, but yeah, it's not much at all, honestly. Uh, so it's pretty good financially. So you can just join all of them because it doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> That's what you want to do. It might be a little tough on your studies, but you know, what's college for, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and Greg, from a sports side, I know generally you pay a little bit more for things like insurance mainly. Um, what's your experience from that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, obviously again, uh, like Josh says, it varies on the sports and the societies and the equipment that you need. Obviously, there's bucks as well, which we'll, uh, we can talk about later on. That's maybe why you have to pay a membership to cover those kind of like travel costs, etc. You also have to get, um, I'm pretty sure it's like an AUSA membership itself. And again, that's the insurance policies for if you do get injured. So just remember, there will be maybe a few um, surprises in terms of pricing. Uh, for example, with tennis as well, sometimes you have to pay for a tennis kit. 
So with our services, with our uh, membership, you know, it covers the cost uh, of like um, the courts, balls, um, rackets, etc. But if you're part of the team, sometimes you might need to pay for like a, a tennis top. So just have that into consideration if you're, you know, a more competitive um uh, you know, student, like you're part of like a team, you might need to pay for like additional costs. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think if you do something like social netball or social football as part of the uni, it's going to be fairly low cost because you're not paying for too much. But if you start joining the rowing team or you want to go skiing, then it's going to cost you a little bit more. But generally, my experience with university is it's an awful lot cheaper than when you leave university. Um, I finished university and then was like, great, I'm going to I'm gonna join a club, I'm going to continue. And I was, it was so expensive. So university is really great for doing lots of sports and trying things when it's actually really reasonably priced. So why should people do sports in societies? You know, lots of people will come to university and some of them will only be thinking about their degree. So what would you both say about why someone should, should join a sport or a society? I'll come to you, Josh, and then I'll go to you, Greg. Yeah, uh, I mean, there are just so many great reasons. Um, I think the big one, honestly, is meeting people with like kind of like-minded um, passions and ideas. Um, I mean, I know for me, just like connecting with different people who are interested in the same things was really positive, especially, you know, obviously being in my first year. Um, another thing is just pursuing what you enjoy and maybe obviously that what, that's something that you could use later on uh, in your future careers, you know, like I'm working on The Gaudy, which is the newspaper, and I'm trying to like go into journalism in the future. So obviously writing for the newspaper and, you know, that sort of thing would definitely help me gain experience as I seek to do journalism in the future. Yeah, definitely. And Greg, what would you say? That's really funny. In my little notes, I've went through like-minded people, so I won't talk about that. You absolutely nailed that there, Josh. But from my own personal experience, and I'm sure Josh can relate being an international student, when I went up to Aberdeen, only three other people from my high school uh, went up to Aberdeen as well. So I didn't have my close friendship group from school when going up to Aberdeen. So I was really forced to network when I was when I first came up. And it, again, sports societies are the best way to find people with similar personalities. You know, if you're worried that you do have like a niche interest I'm sure there'll be lots of other people that have the same interests if you go to that um, society. And again, it's just transferable skills, you know, being part of the committee. And um, we really had to adapt during the pandemic. I'm thinking about maybe going into digital marketing. So we really had to rely on our social media last year to speak to some of our students. So my skill set went up significantly trying to figure out, you know, best way to work with teams, best way to have social nights online, best way to communicate with our members through social media as well. And of course, you know, it's a uh, communication within your committee and, um, you know, it's being a good role model. You know, there's a lot of people that look up to you in the society and sometimes might need to ask for like personal advice, maybe for their own mental well-being. And they look to you um, as a role model. So you have to take on that responsibility as well. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. It really just boosts your confidence as well going through university. And yeah, that's what I have to say. It's just being in a sports club was the best it's actually been the best part of my university see a wednesday i would make sure i would book uh, my classes uh like on a friday or a tuesday so then i could enjoy my wednesdays going out with the with the boys to play tennis and then going out afterwards in aberdeen best experience yeah so you mentioned there greg about wednesdays and for our listeners who don't don't know about it most students won't have any lectures at least wednesday afternoon um so that you can go and do sports or societies or go back to bed if you've had a long day or whatever it is um you don't have to do it but yeah 100% like probably my best friends from uni were through my sports clubs rather than necessarily my course um 
and it's it's maybe more social some courses as well they have societies so you know there's a medicine society and there's a psychology society and there's a lot of societies that cover courses as well as completely separate interests so it's a great way you've both mentioned about careers and how it's helping you kind of think beyond university even being in a sports club doing social netball teaches you teamwork um if you can go and become part of the committee so each year they will vote in a committee you can put yourself up for one of those roles that gives you experience as well and gives you something to pop on your cv because when you finish university you might have no work experience necessarily nothing particularly substantial um you've been studying so having something that you've done beyond your degree just gives you a bit of an edge as well when you're applying because it's difficult when you finish uni and you're trying to start your job for the first time um so we've talked about kind of careers and transferable skills greg did you want to add anything to that um, I just wanted to say, like, in terms of mental well-being as well, I know that I'm most relaxed and most happy when I'm on the tennis court. And obviously, when you're at university, it's a big change. It can be very stressful. So joining a society is just a great way to take your mind off things. Uh, just want, you know, just to switch off and just talk to people. So that's what I'm saying. It's really important to have another hobby. And that way, you're not constantly thinking about your degree. While it's really important that you focus on your studies, sometimes you just need to switch off as well. So, yeah, I just wanted to quickly get that out there. Yeah, it's a really good point. And Josh, you've been doing some um, Zoom calls, haven't you, during or during lockdown you were. Can you tell us a bit about that, how you were organising all yeah. that? Yeah, it was, it was super organic, actually. Uh, obviously, um, I've been doing some some just Zoom stuff um, with some folks from the Christian Union that I'm a part of. Uh, and, and I was just like, hey, you know, it's just a bunch of freshers. We had a group chat for some reason. And I was like, do you guys want to meet up for, you know, Zoom games or or whatever online. I ended up doing it like every week, I think, for the rest of the term. So it was about from November to May in the end. And that, I mean, I just, it was extremely helpful just to have people you could just hang out with. Uh, and we, you know, obviously we were online the entire time, but by the end we felt like we knew each other. And those relationships you can carry over into future years. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it was just completely completely spontaneous and that's the cool thing about university there's a lot of connections you can make and a lot of friends you can make and a lot of it is just you're here they're here let's just we, we like the same things and let's get together and do something so yeah a lot of fun that's great I think your point there about there's lots of opportunities to just kind of meet new people and stuff at uni and Greg you said that you moved up and you didn't have a big school group um, and that's quite quite common at university. I didn't know anyone going to my uni. All my friends, we pretty much went off to different universities because there's so much choice. So you'll be really surprised when you start uni how keen people are to make friends and to socialise and to kind of get to know each other, especially with things being more online. And although September, we're hoping people will be more on campus, so that shouldn't be such a problem. People like Josh are doing great things to kind of still create social environments so that everyone can still chat and meet up. So I'm going to move on to facilities because that's something else people ask us for the sports side is what are the facilities like? Um, so Greg, I know you use them a lot. Can you explain a little bit about Aberdeen Sports Village and what's available there? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I've actually been a member at the ASV uh, since first year. It's fantastic. I like to go to the gym. I think the gym there is like 
you know, it's really, really good. Um, they've got a lot of racks, a lot of uh, machines, um, a lot of dumbbells. And uh, yes, like I said, it's a great place just to go to work out. And um, they've got uh, a really good uh, aquatic swimming pool, like a proper Olympic swimming pool that you can go to as well. That's within the student membership as well. Um, I really liked going to the sauna. If I had a boozy night on a Wednesday night, sometimes I would pop into the sauna <laughs> the next day to sweat it all out. Um, and yeah, the ASV is fantastic. So in terms of like um, gym and sports facilities wise it's really good and of course when i'm walking past i can see the the indoor sprint track you know they've got the outdoor running track as well and um, yeah they've got the squash courts you know big gym halls for badminton you name it they have so many great things and um, i do tennis so tennis is slightly detached from it the tennis courts are actually on the aberdeen campus but um i've got my asv membership and it is really really useful it's really good value as well, isn't it? If you, because you can use the facilities. Obviously, if you're going over to join your sports club, you can use the facilities as part of that membership. But if you just want to go for just fitness and exercise, you want to go for a swim, you want to use the gym, or if you want to go and you can hire out the football pitch. It's a FIFA-approved indoor football pitch. It's massive. Um, you can do that with your friends as well. And I think it's like sixteen pounds a month for a student membership. It's really reasonable. So you don't have to join a sports club necessarily to to do sport and use the facilities. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of course, it's the same with any other membership. You just got to make the most of it. The more you visit, the more value you're going to get for your money. Uh, so yeah, being in first year at Hillhead, it is a little bit of a walk. I would say that. But at the same time, if you're motivated, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, but I moved closer uh, with different accommodation and I was right next to the ASV and it was just so much fun. It was so good just popping over the road and going to the gym in the morning. So yeah. And it's convenient as well because the Aberdeen Sports Village is directly opposite campus. So if you're kind of want to go to the sports village in the morning, then go to a lecture or you've got a couple of hours in between your lectures, you can pop over to the sports village and do things there as well. So it's really convenient. Josh, you've done, is it baseball you do? Um, going back to your American roots there, sticking with your baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Which facilities do you use for that then? Do you play outside, yeah. presumably? Of course. Yeah. So last year um, when we had practices and such, um, we did a lot of training on the field uh, down by Aberdeen Beach there's a little baseball field that was, I guess, made by the city team um, where we practice. And it's really nice. It's right by um, uh, the beach. And there's like a lot of like, you know, it's the big hills and very, very beautiful. Um, uh, so there's that. Also, during the year, um, we did practice inside a little bit when it was, you know, obviously cold or dark. Uh, inside the sports village, we used one of the pitches there as well. Um, yeah. So that, it's a little different, obviously, with baseball. Um, because that is an outside sport um, and it's not as developed in the UK as maybe in the US. But yeah, it's still a lot of fun. And um, yeah, just getting out and being in the fresh air um, is, is amazing as well. So Yeah, I think for anyone who's not visited the Sports Village, um, if you come up for an open day or come up to visit, it's so worth having a look if you're interested in sports and things because it is amazing. Like it blows my uni sports facilities out the water. I won't name and shame, but <laughs> they're so good. Um, and the swimming pool is amazing. And yeah, it's just, it's huge. And I don't think it doesn't cater for anything. It caters for elite athletes as well. There's a high performance training area with weights and things There's physio as well. Um, and we do have just to drop it in there, a sports scholarship. So if people are really high competitive national level um, sportsmen, then you know, sportswomen, then you can um, have a look on the website because then you get, again, like access to all these elite facilities and often scholarships and money and things to help you. So if you are really, really into your sport at a high level, then there's opportunities there for the uni to support you as well. 
Um, I believe we've got is it Kim Beattie. She was a gymnast. I think she went to the Olympics. She was an Aberdeen student. Um, and we've got one of our others, Zoe Clark, um, is off to the Olympics in Tokyo. So, yeah, we, we definitely support our high high performance athletes. No, yeah, I know. Oops, sorry to interrupt. Just want to say uh, best of luck to Zoe. So if she ever does end up hearing this podcast, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, but something else we talk about, um, like competing for sports is um, the first thing I'll say is you don't have to compete. If you just want to do social sport, then that's absolutely fine. And pretty much every sport caters for that. But if you are like me, I did trampoline before I went to university. I knew I wanted to continue it and I wanted to make sure the university had the facilities and that I could compete in things. Um, Greg mentioned earlier Bucks, which is B-U-C-S. So I think it's like British University and College Sport, I think is what it stands for. Yep, Greg's nodding. Um, So basically, do you want to explain, Greg, what is Bucks? Um, Yeah, so basically, uh, like you said, it's the British Union College Sports uh, basically, it's just they organise the sports leagues uh, for all the universities. Of course, it's not just that; it's like a uh, you know a sports community as well, where they help with like coaching, funding. There's lots of different things, but it's mainly just the competitive side of uh, uni competitions. So our tennis teams are part of Bucks. We have uh, three teams uh, in the tennis leagues, and we have uh, two women's teams uh, in, in the women's leagues as well. So we travel across Scotland and we compete against Glasgow, Stirling who always beat us, they're really good. Um, Edinburgh, St Andrews, you name it. And Bucks is just the, yeah, the competitive side. And it's honestly, like I said, it's the best part of university. It's really fun going on away days, going to other universities, meeting new people and just playing competitive sport. Um, it's just fantastic. I think as well for, for those team sports, so, you know, your football, rugby, netball, things like that, Bucks tends to be spread throughout the year. So you'll have kind of Wednesdays, you'll go to matches, like Greg said, you'll travel. So it's a really nice way to see more of Scotland and more of the UK. Um, so you can go and do that. And then for other sports, um, again, from my own experience with trampolining, it's a one massive competition. So you go, um, ours was always in February. We went to Sheffield. Um, you travel there, you stay a few nights, you have two days of competition and it's one big event like you would for a normal trampoline competition. Anyone who does trampolining and knows what I'm talking about. Um, so it varies. But yeah, it's it's really good fun. Um, and it's a way for you'll be competing for the university. Um, and it's just great if you love if you love sport and you love competing then um bucks is really great and we do it for pretty much every sport so um there's leagues and things that you can do yeah greg yeah i just want to say for an international student if you're part of the bucks leagues it's, you're right it's a great way to travel scotland uh, through scotland and um, a lot of my international friends from like hungary and the us whenever we get the train from like uh, aberdeen through dundee over the tay to like edinburgh they're every time they're always amazed going over the bridges going over like the tay river or like you know the fourth rail bridge or what you know what i mean um they're just always amazed and they always get their phones out and like you know send it to their mums and stuff they're like look it's like scotland it's so cool so i always find that really funny but yeah it's a really good way to travel through scotland for sure yeah something else i'll add as well actually is if someone's listening to this podcast and they're wondering what other sports that we haven't mentioned do we do um if you look on the ausa website so if you just google ausa which is spelled a-u-s-a um you'll be able to see a list of all the different um sports clubs and societies that are available we've really just touched on them there's i think 450 different sports clubs and societies so 
there's a huge amount that you can join. Yeah, uh -huh. so usually there'll be their social media as well if you want to message like individuals within the committee. So you can do that. Usually there'll hopefully be like a Facebook page or an Instagram page that you can go and follow and message. And if not, if you're struggling to find information before you uh, come to university, you can always email uh, societies at abdn.ac.uk. Uh, there's a guy Kira, uh, Kira on there, really nice guy, and uh, he'll be able to sort you out with some information. So the other thing some people say is, great, you've got 450 plus societies, but not the one that I want to do. <laughs> so Josh, what, what do they do if they want to start their own club? Do you know how yeah. that works? That's a really good question, actually. And I, we just experienced this with one of the societies I'm on um, recently. Um, we had been like around in the area for a few years and we we're like, well, let's try to get, you know, let's make this official. Let's join ALSA. Um, so we applied for easy to apply um obviously kieran who greg mentioned is super helpful um all you really need is about 10 people who are like-minded and want the same thing as you uh the same kind of club you submit uh kind of an application that's on the also website um they'll look it over they'll, once they talk to you they'll approve it uh, and then there's like some obviously some paperwork that needs to be done but nothing serious and then you're approved and you get a little website um like a kind of a page on their website you can promote stuff they'll even make up a bank account for you for your society if you'd like it there's grants you can apply for i mean it is very super super involved and super helpful so i would definitely encourage if there is something that you're like really passionate about and you look and you can't find it um find some other people who are like-minded and definitely apply yes there are so many different ones i mean we have students sometimes we speak to prospective students who want to do things like drama you can't study that at aberdeen but we have multiple different performing arts type societies orchestras loads of things so um yeah if you want to start something new go for it We're, we'd love to hear about it <laughs> did you want to add anything to that greg yeah no i think uh, josh once again absolutely nailed it there uh, to be honest i've actually been debating whether to start a tiktok society for the uni of aberdeen uh i'm obsessed with tiktok right now i make them and um i know a few other people are really interested as well within the local aberdeen area so yeah i maybe in fourth year who knows i might have to go through the process and get that started oh brilliant so so if I think we've covered quite a lot on kind of what there is to do at university. Something that people might be thinking, if we have got listeners who are coming in in September this year, so not very long away, what's it going to kind of look like for them? So I don't know, Josh, how did you find it? And then maybe Greg, I think you know a little bit about what we're maybe looking to do for this September. So I know you said that it was still really good and you had socials. Did you want to elaborate on that at all? How kind sure. of it was for yeah. you starting? Yeah, so um, obviously... I went to the Freshers' Fair, which was just, you could sign up for, like, different um, groups um, via the ALSA website. You could sign up to go to certain events. Yeah, just, you could go on and chat with people. So I know I chatted with the baseball folks that day. I chatted with some other people. And then, obviously, beyond that, um, each individual club and society had their own events throughout the week. So I went to a pub quiz for the Christian Union. I did some other stuff. Um, so... Obviously, with it was since it was online, you know, we couldn't be in person, and it was a little difficult. But it was super involved, and people were very helpful, and they really answered all my questions. Uh, what I would say is that I have literally just joined with Alza. I've only been working for a month. Right now, as we're speaking, we're organizing freshers for September. I don't want to reveal too much, just in case I get in trouble. <laughs> but uh, I think what I can say is that I think we're going to do a blend of 
it really just depends on what the Scottish government say. You know, we're always adapting to what they're doing. Um, it's looking very positive. It looks like we will be doing on-campus stuff, but we will also have online events as well. Because like we say, we want to represent all students, all the international students who sadly can make it into the UK and Scotland and study in Aberdeen. So we want to make sure we still have online events as well. But like I said, I can't reveal too much, but so far, I'm really excited. I can say it's looking really good. And I was a team are working really hard right now uh, to make it the best possible experience. And I'm really excited as well, just to be part of it. Right, because you can come to Freshers every year that you're at university. Thank you so much, guys. Your experiences and your opinions hopefully will help our listeners. I'm gonna to come to you for one last top tip from each of you. So something about sports and societies, kind of what, what would be your key message that you would, you would give to future students? So I'm gonna, Greg, I'm gonna put you on the spot first. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think we've covered these uh, topics, but please do not be afraid to sign up for society. Okay, first year for me personally, um, I find that my studies, you know, they weren't that stressful. I was doing okay. And uh, I actually had quite a lot of spare time. So I was able to get the opportunity to sign up to a lot of societies. Not every society you're probably not going to like, but you will find one. Lucky enough, I had tennis. And um, honestly, it's the best experience ever. Wednesdays, like we said, when you can play your sports, it's the best day of the week for me. For me, it's my Saturday, Sunday. It's my weekend. Um, and please just sign up to any society and just network and get to know people, okay? You'll really benefit from it. And uh, it's really important to network at university and make as many friends as possible because you don't have any regrets. And at the end of uni, you go, oh, I really wish I you know, signed up to this society or I wish I joined this sports club. So just go and do it in first year while you have the opportunity. It's funny you say that actually, because that's my one thing when I think back to university, I wish I had joined more societies. I did, I did my trampolining because that's what I knew and loved but I didn't join as many things as I should have done. So especially in your first few years where you've got a bit more time, Greg's absolutely right. Go for it. Just join everything. Josh, what about you? Yeah, without a doubt, uh, I agree with Greg, but I think more, even more specifically, um, especially for like international students as, like myself, I think really joining up with these with clubs and different activities is super important because you're not going to know many people. You might not know um, as much about the Scottish culture and obviously being in immersed in different clubs different sports you can meet scottish people you can learn about the culture and you can actually meet other people from other countries as well i mean i can tell you clubs i've been i've met people from all over the world just in the first year and it's super cool and it's super fun because you really expand your horizons you learn new things you meet new people uh, and i think that's what uni is all about so i uh, definitely would recommend um, and obviously if you have any questions alsa is super helpful and i'm sure they can you know, provide you with any answers that you need. Brilliant. Thank you so much to both of you. Um, so to our listeners, thank you for listening to today's episode. Um, I hope you feel inspired to join lots of sports and societies. Um, I know I want to go back to university and do it all over again. Um, so I hope when you come to Aberdeen, you will join all the sports and societies. Um, if you've missed any of the other episodes that we've had of Ask Aberdeen, please check them out on our website or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we've got a whole selection on different topics um, including this one with sports and societies and do come back next week uh, Michaela will be talking about budgeting for uni so maybe you can think about how you're going to include the cost of your sports membership with the rest of your university so we will finish it up there and I just say thank you very much to you Greg and Josh for joining us today thank you for joining us for this episode of the Ask Aberdeen podcast if you would like to suggest a topic we should cover, please email us at ukteam at abdn.ac.uk.
www.thegreatdoctor.co.uk. We would love to hear from you. To be alerted about new episodes, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.